Hey guys, I'm Raul Coley and I am off Vader, a weird terrier apparently. My name is Ayana White, I'm a writer for iZombie. Hi, I'm Molly Hagan, I play Liv's mom on iZombie. And you're listening to the iZombie podcast. Is that really how you're going to sit? Can't you sit up? Sit up? Sit up? You're listening to the iZombie podcast with Robin and Steph, a fan podcast about the CW show iZombie. My name is Robin, and let's take this journey together. What do you say? Uh, I'm Stephanie, and passive-aggressive is not a good look on me. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, and we have a super awesome guest today. Uh, Many of you probably know her just as iZombieObsessed on Twitter, Um, but I'd like to welcome to the podcast Kirsten Moody. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Wow, a lot of people are probably like, this is the first time they get to hear your voice. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, you want to say anything to your, what, thousands of followers out there? <laughs> oh, gosh, I don't know. Hi, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for following, if you know who I am. That's, <laughs> yeah, you're, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> it's really, uh, really an impressive uh, uh, Twitter account. I got to say, like, you know, you, you <laughs> popped up you know, like a couple of months in, right, as we were yeah. getting going. Yep. And I just everywhere I'd see hashtag iZombie obsessed. Hashtag iZombie obsessed. <laughs> did did you start the obsessed thing like uh like before like with something else maybe? Or did you is this just like a new thing for you? This is a new thing for me. Um it's I kinda got into it through my boyfriend who's very into online marketing and uh all that. Oh, nice. <laughs> He runs quite a few accounts and he was just like, this is, this is, I'm telling you, this is for you. You are about this. You need to get into it. And then mm-hmm. I was really hesitant at first, but then when uh, iZombie came on, I'm like, all right, if I'm going to do something, it is about this show. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. So then I just dove into it and wow. it seems to have gone pretty well. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we had, was that your first trivia game last night that you threw? I, I yeah, that was the first one. That was very fun. Yeah. You are definitely a boss at iZombie Trivia. <laughs> uh, yeah, there were a couple of, I was like, what? But <laughs> <laughs> I tried to throw a few tough ones in there. <laughs> yeah, Steph, she asked, like, what was the fraternity that, or not fraternity, <laughs> sorority that um, Liv and Holly joined in Pey- Peyton. I was like, uh, is it something Kappa Mew? You got closer than I did. It's like I don't know. Damn it! I forgot already. I forgot too. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's what is it? Is it Moose Data Beta or something like that? Sure. Something Greek. I was really impressed with people that got that one. Yeah, but that was a lot of fun. I really hope you do that again because, yeah, I felt bad though because I was like, oh man, some like (laughs) just fans and not people that live and breathe eye zombie are are like, is this guy going to shut up already? Or, but just answering them all so quickly. Yeah, yeah. But it was good though. Yeah, I mean, I seems like everybody enjoyed it. I'll probably do a few more of those. Cool. And and you do other like contests and stuff, right? You give away prizes. Yeah, we do giveaway prizes. Right now, we have a season one DVD giveaway that's being sponsored by one of the big fans, uh, Chris Vale. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. And we also do comic book give- giveaways pretty much every week. Mm-hmm. Dreamland Comics sponsors those, so it's. 
That's so cool. It's fun. <laughs> awesome. Well, you know, maybe we can uh, maybe we can do something in the future together. I don't know. I, lo- I love this. It excites me. The, um, that would be awesome. Yeah, that's the thing, though. It's just like I, I don't know. You, you get on Twitter and you just try to be a you know a honest fan, and people just mm-hmm. kind of like chatting with you. So yeah, and then the conversation gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> Right, right. Respond well to it, yeah. And live tweeting. So much fun. I missed it tonight. (sighs) The live tweeting is awesome. It really is. It's intense. It's Mm -hmm. exciting. I end up like with this adrenaline rush. I'm just shaking after with this, (laughs) especially with this episode. (laughs) And you're on the East Coast, I assume, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Have you ever gotten like a, I've gotten a couple tweets live tweeting on the East Coast and you know, I feel bad because it's like West Coast people like, hey, stop spoiling. Oh, I know. I do feel bad, but I don't know what to do because everyone mm. wants the, you know, active live tweeting when they're on the East Coast. I, I, I feel terrible. Yeah, and I have to <laughs> say like, ah, oh, you can unfollow me or, <sighs> but I don't want them to unfollow me. No. <laughs> so, I almost like, maybe I'll stay up to midnight and try to tweet along with the West Coast, but I don't know. <laughs> it's challenging. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so that's cool. Um, let's get into some iZombie news. Um, first big thing about uh, iZombie that's happening that happened most recently is uh, five more scripts got ordered. So we have a uh, season count of 18 episodes this year. Um, hopefully we'll get pushed to the 22. Um, but super exciting. <laughs> Definitely. Um, we had some casting news as well. We had a uh, retired basketball player, Rick Fox, has been cast. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, 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 you know, he hasn't played basketball in like 10 years, I think. He was on the Celtics and the Lakers, but he's been in stuff like Sharknado 3, One Tree Hill, Oz, Dirt. Um, he's actually going to be playing a retired basketball player um, <laughs> that uh, Liv and Clive uh, meet at the wake of uh, his, like his college buddy. Um, so anyway, he said he's thrilled to be joining this great show um, and not really sure he might be a recurring character, but I don't know. Spoilers for this episode tonight. Uh, I thought that Byron was going to be a recurring character. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, I guess not. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Um, well. I'm going to see Byron getting like prison tats. <laughs> of his dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, and, uh, let's see. Also, uh, Andre Tricato, Tricato, I don't know. He's, he's also been cast. Um, this guy's probably going to be a lot bigger once the movie Deadpool comes out. Um, but he plays the character, a character called Chief. And he says, I can't divulge too much other than I work closely with Blaine and I'm a complicated guy. Chief's a big onion. In every episode, you're going to see a, a little layer peeled off, and he's going to be exposed a little more. I've got a really unique communication style, and I think iZombie fans are going to really take to him. I hope it's been a fun role to play. So, um, But he's going to be Colossus in Deadpool when that comes out. Um, so that's cool. I'm almost wondering if he was one of the bad guys we saw in the funeral home tonight. I'm not really sure what this actor looks like. <laughs> To be honest, uh, I don't think so. We haven't seen him. No. Oh, okay. This guy is big. Oh yeah. 
But he's young. He's got a baby face. <laughs> and he's obviously a Shrek fan if he's referencing uh, onions being peeled away <laughs> layers and stuff. So. Um, last okay. bit of casting news. Uh, this might be kind of spoilery. I'm not sure. Uh, it's been in the headlines. Uh, Eddie Jemison, uh, mainly you would know him from the Ocean's Eleven movies, has been cast as Mr. Boss, uh, Seattle's mm. own crime lord. And Rob Thomas says it's a very different flavor from Blaine and Vaughn. Um, with David Anders and Steven Weber, you've got big scenery chewing delightful big bad guys with Mr. Boss. We wanted to play the mild-mannered, brutally efficient kind of guy. Ooh. So that should be interesting. And yeah, he was like the he's kind of like a brainy guy in the Oceans movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a couple other bits. Uh, Once upon a time, fans, uh, when asked if David Anders would be returning to the show, he tweeted back, "The Doctor will be in." So, if you watch that show, look forward to that. Um, and he also said there's going to be some fun Blaine Ravi stuff uh, coming up. Um, he told MTV News, we call that Blavi. Um, <laughs> Raul and I just did some fun stuff for episode five, and people are going to love it. So, yeah, I am very excited. So let's get into this episode, uh, Grumpy Old Live. And I gotta uh, let people know that we're doing this actually right after the, the episode aired. So uh, my notes are not as well prepared as usual. <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll talk. Start, Steph, what are your first impressions of this episode? Yet? Um, it was a lot more surprise. There were more twists mm. than usual. Yeah. Um, like the, the first big twist, of course, was the fact that Eva and Evan don't want anything to do with Liv anymore. Right. And uh, That was heartbreaking. Yeah. It's harsh. <laughs> I, I almost like wonder, I'm like, um, like this is, I'm hoping this doesn't mean that uh, there's going to be less uh, Eva and Evan on the show. So she says she's not going to give up, though. So Right. And that was the big lesson at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What did she learn from this episode? <laughs> she learned not to uh, distance herself from other people like uh, like Wendell did. Wendell, Wendell Gordon Gale. Mm-hmm. So, anybody know what fibromyalgia, my, my, myalgia is? <laughs> yeah, fibromyalgia is that disease that people think is all in your head. Yeah, it's because it's a lot of, um, I think it's tied to nerve pain oh. around the body, yeah. so... So there's not a whole lot of solid, yeah. So it's 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 a tough disease, I think. Yeah, it's one of those things that people downplay and mm-hmm. just accuse people of trying to get yeah. sympathy for. And right. it, it's usually women that have it, and mm-hmm. uh, I know like uh, artificial sweeteners may trigger it. Oh, so so it's more so it's. It's a nerve thing. It's not like a... It's a pain. It's just pain. Right. Just a pain pain. all over the body. Yeah. That sucks. So I was almost wondering, like, there was going to be something more revealed about the fact that he's been alone for 30 years. But I guess that was just it. His wife and kids left him and his sister-in-law apparently hates him. (laughs) (laughs) And she's very uh, shady about whether or not she needs that scooter that she rides around. (laughs) (laughs) I found that whole like Golden Girls uh, poker club very shady. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, she was here with us the entire time. <laughs> I was waiting for it to be like a whole 
conspiracy between them. <laughs> yeah, because the sister-in-law was just very confrontational yeah. and aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. That, 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 was, uh, that was a little... I, I was I was a little worried about that, uh, especially when she's like keying the car and running around. <laughs> but uh, Wendell was yeah because when when Liv first came up on the uh, the accident on the uh, uh, what am I trying to say the murder the crime scene. Crime. crime scene that's the word <laughs> when she first came up you know they were talking about the waffle stompers. Like he stood there, whoever killed him must have stood there and waited for the blood to to run down. And uh, he walked around in the blood and Mm -hmm. he was either riding a bicycle or when the sister-in-law drove up on the the wheelchair moped, she said, well, or it could be that. So she was like a red herring. The sister-in-law was like a red herring. Yeah. Was it? Was it definitely determined that 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 tire track was the sister-in-law, Clara? I remember the name. (laughs) Ding, zombie trivia. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know, because uh, what's Adam Rose's character's name? Byron Thistlewaite. Byron? He wasn't riding a bicycle, was he? No, I think he walked across across the street. He walked across the street. Mm -hmm. So, oh, the sister-in-law found him. Uh, she discovered the body. That's what it was. That's oh, why. That's right. Oh, okay. Mm. Wow. Um, so this uh, this Wendell character definitely brings out uh, some uh, <laughs> some scary uh, racist <laughs> things oh, gosh. in uh, live. Oh, that was <laughs> I terrible. Love that she's she's napping in front of the war documentary. You know, that's what <laughs> old men do. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's sleeping. Okay, we don't often see Liv sleep on this show. You know, no. there's a whole thing in the beginning of season one where it was kind of like it doesn't. She doesn't sleep does like at all. Yeah, yeah. She's having trouble sleeping in the beginning quite a bit. Yeah. She doesn't need to sleep. They mention that because she's not alive. <laughs> Yet she's. She was sleeping in front of this TV, so I guess maybe maybe she still doesn't need to sleep, but this brain made it so she would sleep. I don't know. Right. And uh, one time she was, I think it, Clive walked in uh, t- to the precinct, mm-hmm. and she stood up, and she like held her back like it hurt her back <laughs> to stand up. <laughs> So many good quotes out of this. That, I think it was that scene where she says, Good God, Lemon, Patience, which oh is a God. 30 Rock reference. That was excellent. I love that. And uh, talking about the pants hanging low, and then she's like, Obama. <laughs> or when the, the uh, other, with, with the... Um, Oh, the guy with the handcuffs. He he came on to her, mm. and uh, Tupac. she was. And, oh gosh! And Clive, uh, you know, stood up for. Her and she was like, "Oh, you're one of the good ones." Yeah, one of the, oh, that was oh. terrible. Nope. It took me a while to get that. Actually, yeah. like at first, I was just like, "Oh, she's saying is a good, he's a good guy, yeah, you know, yeah. one of the good guys." And then everyone was tweeting about. It. I'm like, "Oh gosh, I missed that. That's oh. terrible." <laughs> no, Liam. No. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Or when she uh, she came into the um, the lab and uh, she was complaining about being stuck behind an Asian driver, <laughs> and yeah. Ravi was like, "Hey, hey!" <laughs> she was like, "Tell your people to use a teach your people how to use a blinker." Yep. 
Oh. And Robbie uh, calls her Archie Bunker, which is like nailed. Yeah. It. Like that, I used to watch All in the Family as a, like a young kid, and that, that's totally Archie Bunker. <laughs> uh, um, what else? Anything else she did that was crazy? Uh, Gosh, the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Going back to the waffle snoppers, is that a thing? Like, I've never heard these shoes be called waffle snoppers. Maybe that's a Seattle thing. Yeah. Maybe. I've never heard that before either. Oh, that's strange. I have to Google it. Uh, where should Urban we... Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. Dictionary. All right. Oh, I'm going to type no, in waffle Don't look at that. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, the second definition, waffle stomper, boots or shoes with big tread resembling a waffle iron. Yeah. Okay, this is a thing. Interesting. Hmm. Heavy hiking boots from the pattern of soles making the footprints. A pair of waffle stompers were found in the car and were covered in, in either the perpetrator or the victim's blood. Hmm. Okay. So... So good old Wendell uh, hated everything. Um, is he's uh, murdering uh, uh, legions of squirrels? Um, yeah. Apparently, trying to murder this poor little spaniel Lana, uh, or I don't know, feeding it, <laughs> feeding it baloney, <laughs> rolled up baloney, and then ends up kidnapping um, or dog napping this this dog. Right? That, he. Byron opened the door to, to Wendell's house and let Lana free, right? That's what I thought. Yeah. I believe so, yeah. yeah. And, you know, you've seen people, like, the older they get, the more isolated they get. Mm-hmm. Get at their family, not speak to them for years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can, he's I like can in see his myself own head, becoming this cantankerous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's just angry at everything around him. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, Byron just kicks this Jack and uh, and kills Wendell. Ugh. Well, he loved his dog so much. He did love his dog, so he must have thought this man murdered his dog. I mean, that's what that's what he did think. I'm not making this up, but <laughs> I just I just thought, wow, is he really rushed to murder quick? But maybe he just I don't know. Maybe he wasn't Sim- thinking. Yeah, it seemed like it was in the heat of the moment, and he was just upset, and it was just too late. After he had done it, it was a split second, you know, and it was it was too late. And he's kind of like I don't know. He seems like he lives alone. Maybe maybe and you know pictures of the dog everywhere. So he really loved the dog so much. Mm-hmm. So because I was thinking, oh man, he seems like a pretty relaxed guy. He's making T-shirts and painting dog mm-hmm. pictures. He's got a pretty charmed uh, hipster life, and, uh, <laughs> and all of a sudden he murders the old guy across the street in a fit of rage. But uh, you know, and in, 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 in a way, you know, it just it just it it does pulls at your heartstrings. I I honestly felt bad for Byron, even though I completely understood Robbie's point of view. Is like you can't get away with murder, right? And still, I just oh, I'm like, oh man, Adam Rose. <laughs> I feel like the writers really have done this multiple times in season one, and now they're doing it in season two. They make you feel for the murderer sometimes. Mm. It's not black and white. The bad guy is not just the bad guy. You know, even though he's the killer, you're still like, oh, I can sympathize with him. Yeah. I mean, we have our mustache twillers, and we'll be talking about them soon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, these cases of the week, it's good that we still have semi-realistic characters. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, Rodney Ricks. Do we need to say anything about him? <laughs> Did he, who? I'm sorry, who? Rodney Ricks, the 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 teenage the quote unquote teenage uh, did not look <laughs> like a teenager at all. Um, no. <laughs> teenager that terrorizes the neighborhood. When Liv slash Wendell kept saying that, like, uh, he was he had his face painted or something? Is that because he was, like, wearing eyeliner or something? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. And Wendell apparently tased him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And Liv, she didn't get irony. Like, somebody made a joke and she didn't get the joke. <laughs> no, that's the, uh, the T-shirt. That's right. This t-shirt's so passe or whatever. And he's like, she's, mm-hmm. the t-shirts are passe. And she's like, uh, you're wearing a t-shirt. But you're wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> like, that's meant to be all right. I, could, I wrote it down. Your t-shirt's stupid. That's meant to be literal. <laughs> that was a great quote. Yes. <laughs> oh, and when, when, uh, oh, what's Adam Rose's name? Byron. Byron. Wait. <laughs> He's uh, like explaining what went on between the thug and the and uh, Wendell. He's you know uh, quote quote them and he would say bleep. Yeah. And the the zombie uh, zombie riders uh, they tweeted bleep is the new frack. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, I missed out on those tweets. Are there any other uh, informative tweets that they sent out about? Uh, well, Rob Thomas. I think somebody asked. If Blaine had a new job, and he said, "No, Blaine doesn't take jobs; he yeah. owns businesses." <laughs> nice. You know, I've seen in articles, interviews with uh, I mean, as Wayne as we'll get into Blaine now, um, uh, that his business was called Shady Plots, <laughs> which they I don't think they called by name in this episode, but <laughs> Shady oh, Plots. The names just get better and better. <laughs> My number one priority is your peace of mind. I never stop thinking about it. <laughs> hmm. Um, so yeah. I think maybe they did say shady plots because um, Liv asked Robbie where they were sending this body, and he said a new place. It changed owners. Oh, right. And and uh, Blaine's. A new alias is John Doe, D-A-U-X. Something like that, right? French. Yeah, which was, it's cool because it makes you, it reminds you of that episode with the title. That is Kirsten. Which episode? I'm sorry. You don't even know the episode I'm referring to. The Insane Asylum that was called... <gasps> oh no, I'm a terrible fan. Uh, I can't it's remember. Not just me. Oh no. <laughs> Which one? I don't know. The one with Tell the insane me. asylum and the where Major goes in. Crazy. Uh, uh, Is it the rat one? It's not. No. Oh, oh. Um, a- the one where Lib's crazy. Astro Burger. Astro Burger. Yeah. Oh yeah. I looked it speaking up. of speaking of uh, the the character that. He died mm, exactly. last season, but his twin brother is back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Scott E. died in that episode. That's what I was saying. This uh, The John Doe reminds you of the whole Scott E. thing because mm-hmm. uh, Blaine was visiting Scott E. under the alias John Doe, which makes Liv realize that it's Blaine. 
And then later on, we meet Don E. <laughs> yeah, Rob Thomas tweeted, Twins, when you realize you love an actor too much to let him remain dead, Don <laughs> E. is much smarter than Scott E. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think uh, I think perhaps uh, uh, Rob Thomas might be a Deadwood fan because uh, they did the same kind of thing in Deadwood. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but there is an actor in season one that uh, was... He dies and he comes back. Uh, he didn't die, did he? He, dis- he like disappears. He gets run out of town. Okay. And um, then the actor comes back in a different role. <laughs> and you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> because Robert... Uh, Robert? No, David. David Milch doesn't want to meet people. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back to back to Isabi. But yeah, that 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 definitely reminded me. I was like, oh, they must have liked this actor enough that yeah. Now you're you're Don, the the brother of Scott. <laughs> and uh, so uh, Don knows the guy that is selling this tainted utopium, um, mm-hmm. or that cut it. And uh, I guess we don't get any further than that. No, no. that's that's a plot thread to leave for later. Mm-hmm. But uh, we learned that Blaine is heavy into the utopia. Maybe not the tainted stuff, but uh, he's got the pure stuff. The pure mm-hmm. stuff. So that was surprising. <laughs> so that was a great scene with Blaine. Uh, first, we we learn about the. What I immediately started writing in my notes is zombie sense instead of spidey yeah. sense. Oh, yeah, that was so cool to see very- the hair stand up on the back of his neck. Yeah. And, I mean, while, I mean, okay, we don't have to, we, we're not going to skip ahead, but the, the fact that Major has the same thing and he says that Liv doesn't set this sense off, but why is it that it's it's set off? Blaine's Blaine's senses is, are senses are set off by. Um, Ravi says something about that uh, Liv domesticated him. <laughs> is it, was it Ravi that said that or Vaughn? I don't know. I thought it was Ravi. <laughs> can't remember because, <laughs> like, when she comes in the room, she scares the rat. Right, right, and that was uh, that was something that was left hanging. Like it was a whole like, oh, she can't socialize. Not even the rat likes her. <laughs> but then it turns out there's actually a thing behind it that uh, the, the the rat has a zom- is a zombie detector as well. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're going to put that thing in a cage and like walk around like dark caverns with it and see if it goes off. <laughs> That's useful. <laughs> it's a nice little trick. <laughs> um. But, uh, yeah, so, anyway, Blaine. Um, Blaine. Well, wait, hmm. more minions, new minions, that's exciting. Yes, <laughs> more minions to blow up. And <laughs> <laughs> So not one of these was uh, Andre Chikato? No, I don't think so. All right, Andre, if you're listening, I apologize about your name. <laughs> uh, so, let's see. Yeah, so that's interesting. Uh, so Blaine starts this shady plots business, and I wonder if he acquired, quote-unquote, the business from the same place that um, Lowell said he got his brains from. Wait a second. He's got his, he got his brains from Blaine, though, but I think he said in the beginning that he was getting them from a funeral home, which I suppose now that I'm saying it out loud is probably a lie. <laughs> Possibly. Probably. Yeah. 
But it was a good idea, so I guess Blaine decided to start up a funeral home and uh, harvest brains. And uh, he's he's saying that he's 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 a good guy now. Um, <laughs> yeah, we buy that, Blaine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that uh, Blaine again says uh, Team Z in this, which because you know I love that as a name for the fandom, Team Z. Yeah, it's great. I've been seeing Brainiacs too, and since I'm a Superman fan at heart, I, I like Brainiacs <laughs> as well. Um, we see Blaine's Jimmy Stewart impression, which is great. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh so yeah. Good. He he talks about how Liv is getting off on this being a hero yeah. that she didn't take the cure. So does she have a superiority complex? <laughs> you, she, uh, are you drawing a comparison to Buffy? That uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> she's she's feeling superior about her inferiority complex. Yeah, there's a whole Buffy thing. Do you watch Buffy, Kirsten? I love Buffy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Steph is just finishing up um, a Buffy rewatch on another podcast called Potential. Yeah. So I still have Buffy on the brain. <laughs> I love that. Um, Okay, so Blaine thinks that Major is still a zombie, or was a zombie and got the... Yeah, he put it together that, um, well, uh, Blaine put it... To, like, he was he was reading the reports that right. came out, and no nothing was said. That his body wasn't a part of it, so he assumed that he was infected as well. And I love how mm-hmm. he makes the reference that, like... <laughs> Major Lilyway is like the perfect name for a, a zombie, and Liv says something about how like Whitey Shamblemore <laughs> disagree. Whitey shambles about or something like that. <laughs> Which was one of the things I feel that is how I'm going to open how I was going to open this podcast and introduce myself as Whitey Shamblemore. <laughs> um, so Liv is asking for that tainted utopium to find it, whatever. And she says that he may be on borrowed time that he could eventually turn back into a zombie. And I just thought to myself, I'm like, is this like really a threat? I mean, sure, he's enjoying chocolate and everything, but <laughs> he wasn't like he was, I mean, he was doing pretty well as a zombie. It's not like, you know. I, Why would he be afraid? But I but guess just the, just the thought of they're not really sure what the cure will do. Right, exactly. There's there's too much up in the air. I think that they could have negative side effects that they just have no idea about. So that's scary anyway. Yeah, yeah when she first started talking about like borrowed time, it was because she said the first rat died. So I thought she was implying that, you know, he's going to die. But then she started talking about how, you know, he's going to go back. That was the first day. Stuff again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, well, he's, he was enjoying himself as a zombie. Except for the whole food part. And it's also revealed that uh, she's got a taste for brains now. Or, mm. like, enjoys it more or whatever. Mm. Uh, the zombie riders... The zombie riders that tweeted, uh, You heard her right, Liv just said, Jiggery puckery. <laughs> Jiggery puckery. Have you ever heard, have you ever heard that word before? I have. I have. I have. <laughs> you have? Like, I don't know. Uh, it's a British word. Okay. It means deceitful or dishonest behavior. Oh. So is it like an old person word? Is that what they were? <laughs> old British person for? word? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, we'll have to get our British consultants in on this. <laughs> uh. But you're like the next best thing. That's true. My mother is English. I'll ask her. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so your dad wasn't British. No, he's Brooklynese. Oh. <laughs> um, and that's uh, as uh, that's personal time with Robin. Let's move back on to Eyes on Me. Sorry. <laughs> what school did you go to? Um, <laughs> so, what else about Blaine? We talked about the whole Utopium thing. He's talking to Don E. Was there anything else? Oh, can we just bring up that quote? Of Liv when he's eating the chocolate and she's just like, are you eating that or impregnating it? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's great. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I gotta say, I love their chapter titles, but I think Poker in the Rear was going a little bit overboard. I was like, <laughs> alright. That's that's that enough. <laughs> we, need, we need to tone it down. <laughs> Too much pun in there. In there. Uh... Um, all right. How about we talk about major? I mean, we can sideline into Clive a little bit because Clive is really on the case here. And, um, we find out that, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's, uh, got the sketch artist finding pictures of Blaine. Blaine's name is in blood. And then he starts asking about, um, is, have you seen Blaine with major and, uh, live is the alibi. So Liv is trying her hardest to get a hold of um, Major, um, and it was it was cool. The the whole he's he's being like a personal trainer. I was gonna ask you guys. Um, there's this part like he's ignoring Liv's calls, right? So and he's training this guy named Bill, who is pretty much me. Um, and <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden he sees these skaters go by. And he stares at them. And I'm just wondering, was he, was he like, reminded of the homeless kids he used to watch over? I believe so. That's what I was thinking. Oh. Yeah, that's the feeling that I got from it. I almost was like, is it, is, it, uh, is it implying that he's just seeing zombies wherever he looks now, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think it's that he misses his old job yeah. and he feels bad for the kids that... Yeah. Or victims. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Major's very caring, so I think you'll hold on to that for a while. Oh, he's so sensitive. <laughs> he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Liv warns him about Clive. Um, and uh, and what's cool is, uh, you know, I thought this whole zombie sense was going to be kept uh, quiet, but uh, Major ends up telling Ravi about it, like, immediately. And, oh, yeah, that's, you're right. It was Ravi that said Liv doesn't, you know, it it's, doesn't set off by Liv or whatever, and he was noting about that. But, yeah. Because um, it's bros before uh, ex-girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so I thought that was cool that Major's, you know, he's forgiven Ravi for the most part and is mm-hmm. confiding in him as well. I mean, probably not confide with in him with this uh, deal he makes later on. But um, as for the whole zombie census thing, it's it's cool that, you know, since Ravi's looking into the cure and everything and researching how to cure zombieism, zombieism um, that he is uh, learning what majors, what's going on with major anyway. I almost was wondering if they were going to see if Blaine wanted to come in for blood tests or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, so Major goes to this uh, house and this father, 
sets off the zombie senses. So, and what I liked is, you know, he makes this deal later, and you see him go and take care of this father. And it's pretty cold. I mean, he bags him up, shoots him in the head, and throws him off a bridge. <laughs> but it's never actually... Was there any actual evidence besides the hair raising the back of his neck that this guy actually was a zombie at all? I wonder if he was on that list that uh, hmm. the Max Rager guy gave. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I assumed he was. Hmm. So maybe he got the list and that's when he... Well, he was showing up for a personal training appointment, though. Mm -hmm. So maybe he checked the list for Mm -hmm. his name, found it, and then took care of him. Okay. And now he's sure that that feeling he gets is because of a zombie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. It's And and it's, it's very weird, the whole... The fact that Liv doesn't set it off. Of course, this could mean that Liv is special, (laughs) Um, There's something, you know, obviously she's special to him, but (laughs) there could be something, you know, different about her. Well, maybe that's tied to it, potentially. Mm -hmm. You know, the fact that she is special to him, maybe it makes it because they have a history. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That too, yeah. But, you know, in the comics, she ended up being like a revenant. She was like uh, Mm -hmm. more than just a zombie. Um, So, yeah. I didn't think about that. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe we're tying it as, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, Because, you know, Rob Thomas has said again and again, like, oh, there's not going to be any more, anything more than zombies, but I guess advanced zombies is okay. (laughs) Or revenants or whatever. (laughs) Um, So the major plot line ties into Max Rager and Von de Clark. And um, And Gilda. Gilda. Um, who I was very happy to see come back, and I guess I don't, now tell me who was she? Just was she the girl who, when Liv went into Vaughn's office, came in and ah, I didn't let her in. She ran past me. Oh right, exactly. Was that her? That can't be her because she would have recognized her, right? Is that a? Mm. That's true. And she, that she was just a secretary. Mm. This girl's like a partner yeah well gilda is the one that was uh trying to get the one of the teenage punks out of town and then ends up getting his car blown up she's the one that met him in the diner right in the season finale oh okay (laughs) um which gosh i wish i watched the whole thing i watched like the last like I watched uh, before before I Zombie. I put on the basically from the second the stereo gets switched on and meet cute to the end. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I should have watched the whole thing as a refresher because okay, according to IMDb, in the season finale, Leanne Lapp played Vaughn's assistant. Right. In season two, episode one, she plays Gilda. So. Okay. Now, this is that tip from um, um, OMFGTV.com. Their, their article um, discussing, I think it was like a chat with uh, somebody from iZombie, and it said something about a recurring character coming back, and we were hypothesizing. I was thinking it was going to be Eliza, the girl that disappeared 
I was like seeking everything on it, but I, I'm pretty sure it's Gilda that they were talking about. Mm. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to see her back, and uh, she was she had you know quite a presence for what we remember of her from the season finale. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, she's even better here. I, you know, when she first started talking. It was this, almost like I was like, oh, wait a second. Does Vaughn work for her? You know, because she's got, like, like, I got this plan. And the door is shut. And, you know, so it's like, oh, we're not going to find out about this plan. But perhaps, it seems like, okay, so she has implanted herself in Liv's apartment as the new roommate. Um, and I guess she's bugged their phones, right? Mm-hmm. And then comes back to Vaughn with this plan afterwards and says, you know, this major guy is going to be like our little vigilante for the zombies. Um, so because it's, it all has to do with the Supermax product that they're going to release, right? You know, uh, if they have a zombie outbreak, then that's going to mess up the their sales. Mm-hmm. Which I I kind of wonder about Vaughn's whether he cares much about the future or is he just like let me get this cash grab Supermax <laughs> sells off the shelves cash grab um, and then make a bunch of money and then hit the road because uh, it's like okay so before the Supermax comes out I'm going to get rid of all these zombies. Um, and uh, so there's no evidence that this my previous product caused uh, people to have raging fits or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then the Supermax comes out and he's like, they're like, well, what if it causes a zombie or, you know, people to have freakouts? He's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so what is he going to like go? He's going to come up with another product after this called Super Supermax, kill off the 322 <laughs> zombies that are caused by Supermax and then move on from there. <laughs> like, He's just so money focused that I feel like yeah, he, he doesn't right. He doesn't vision. care about humanity. He only cares no. about profits. Yeah. Yes, he loves sub movies, which is nice. Uh, <laughs> I love that his he's got his tech guys, and uh, you know, just so is so super villain. You know, he's like, oh, we have mm-hmm. my tech boys that figured out uh, credit card statements that. Um, you know, people who this algorithm that uh, you know people who buy a bunch of spicy foods and are getting tanned and their hair dyed regularly—that must be a suspected zombie, which is pretty smart, I guess. But wow, you know, it's like they have such access to all the credit card statements in order to uh, track these zombies down. That's funny. <laughs> so uh, he does have a major over a barrel with uh, Gilda's help. Um, the fact that you know that he's got people talking on the phone, like Robbie and Liv, uh, you know, talking away about all the things that are happening in zombie world on the phone and being recorded, and the fact that you know they're like, oh yeah, Major killed these people, and we don't want them to, we don't want Clive to know about that, and it's all recorded. And uh, and then he's also has is threatening to to murder Liv as well, so. I guess major is going to um work for them so and it looks like he's got a bit of a costume <laughs> i don't know if it's the superhero thing i'm looking you know looking at but he's he had like a ski mask on i figure 
that Major is going to make his way through the list, but over time he's going to find a way to bring Vaughn down before he has to take care of Liv. Yeah, because it's like, yeah. I'm sure he wants to do this, but, and and gosh, I mean, to, to murder this father of two, um, you know, especially when the, the son is such a good zombie killer. <laughs> um you know, that's that's pretty cold. It's <laughs> um, a scary side of major. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, you know, I wonder if uh, I just I can't help but think of like Kill Bill, like the zombie killer that <laughs> comes out of his bedroom, and Major's like, uh, "You, we'll, we'll fight, not today, but someday you'll come in for oh. me." <laughs> when they're in the kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, Vaughn has Major again over a barrel, but, uh, he's a good tool for Max Rager because he is a human zombie detector. And Mm -hmm. I wonder, like, I wonder if there's going to be any other abilities that come up as a result of the, the cure. I feel like there definitely will be. And what I wonder is, how is Peyton going to come back into the story? She shows up and discovers some redhead moved in. (laughs) (laughs) She can't have gone far. Like, she was like an assistant district attorney. I mean, she had a pretty important job. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, the the hot redhead, Gilda, (laughs) is... Watching Zombie High with... Uh, well, actually, she's watching Liv watch Zombie High. <laughs> and uh, she does talk about the hot guy at work that she's going to toy with, which is, yeah, pretty creepy. <laughs> the girl is kind of loving being a villainess. Um, yeah. She fits it well. Yeah. So, wow. Liv and Ravi and uh, Clive and Major have a lot to look out for between Blaine and Whatever's going on with this uh, Mr. Mr. Big Guy or whatever his name was. Uh, Mr. Boss. <laughs> Eddie Jemison's character that is, isn't even on the show yet. But um, Vaughn and Gilda. And uh, yeah. Should be interesting. Any uh, final thoughts on this episode before we move into feedback? <laughs> no. I think it's interesting how someone mentioned this, um, how now Blaine has a, or, uh, sorry, Major has a secret that he's hiding from Liv, and he was very upset with her for keeping a secret from him. Yeah. So the, the tables have turned. Yes. Uh, we are watching uh, a dramatic uh, genre show. There is somebody keeping a secret from somebody else. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, okay. Um I guess that's it. Uh, see if we got any sort of feedback. I did first want to. Uh, oh, um, uh, Kirsten, did you want to stick around for feedback or? Oh sure. Okay. Sure, I'd love to. I'd love to. I didn't want to bore you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I just want to first uh, thank uh, folks that have uh, started to subscribe to us on our new feed. If you're looking for it, it's the I Zombie Podcast with Robin and Steph, not just the I Zombie Podcast. Um, and uh, have let up, left us uh, some new reviews. Um, 
See, uh, August 95 wrote, uh, nice to see Robin and Steph doing the number one rated iZombie podcast. Keep up the great work, and thanks for all the awesome interviews you managed to do. Um, Hal Jordan underscore GL said, the only iZombie podcast worth listening to. I can't say enough good things about this podcast. Fun and engaging hosts, great discussions of the show, and awesome guest stars, which include several cast members of iZombie. Check it out. It's well worth your time. And uh, oh, and by the way, there are other iZombie podcasts that are worth listening to, and they are <laughs> iZombie, you zombie, and kicking ass and taking brains. So, and they are friends of us. So, we're all in one big team Z together. <laughs> um, and uh, the last review I collected is from uh, Sports Fan Nineteen, and he says Steve Jobs brain. Great podcast, one I actually learned how to leave an iTunes review for, or possibly I ate Steve Jobs' brain to acquire this knowledge. Keep up the great work and puns. (laughs) And that's from Corey, um, who also actually wrote us uh, an email uh, just a couple weeks ago. He says, hi, guys. Really enjoyed both the show and the podcast. Really glad I kept the episode so I was able to follow along this summer during some free time. I have a couple of theories for season two. One I believe was already mentioned, and that's a side effect of the cure might make Major and Blaine immune to becoming zombies again. However, my second theory is that this new Supermax will not only create some version of a super zombie, but it will ultimately be the key to Blaine becoming a zombie again, perhaps a stronger, more powerful zombie, and one that the same cure would not work again. Hmm. Those are good theories. Um, He says, just listen to your latest episode, Power Rangers RPM. (laughs) (laughs) That was fun. And hearing about Major experiencing side effects from the cure leads me to hoping this will lead him to having an engaging story himself again this year, as I still worry he will become the cliched archetype ex-fiancé character who hangs around for no reason. That said, Liv, Ravi, and Clive are the heart of the show for me. Well, Corey, I think think Major is definitely... uh, (laughs) uh, Definitely not just the boring ex-fiancé guy anymore. Um... So, uh, and he, let's see what else. Uh, he says, I hope they can keep everyone's storyline interesting going forward. Uh, Peyton should be good to pick back up this season as well. I'll be waiting to hear from you in about 16 days, unless you do a season preview. Thank you, Corey. (laughs) Uh, let's see. Did anybody else email? I know I got a tweet. So we're recording right after the show finished. It, uh, there isn't much feedback, so maybe we'll have double the feedback next week. I don't know. Um, I know somebody tweeted us. Paul. Uh, Paul actually says, Great premiere. The Blaine and Max Rager stuff sets up the season, and the major twist is a big dilemma. <laughs> so, yeah, totally. Um, thanks, Paul. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of a shorter feedback section this week. Of course, like I said, we're recording right after and, uh, I'm going to New York Comic Con in a couple of days. So, um, yeah, I had to get this one out as soon as possible. So, um, yeah, I am running out of brain power. <laughs> 
I'm looking at the cat thinking, hmm, I could possibly get more energy, but I only would speak in Muse. So uh, maybe I don't devour the cat's brain. (laughs) Poor (laughs) kitty. All right. Uh, Well, thank you so much, Kirsten, for coming on. I I really hope you come back again um, another time. Definitely. Thank you guys for having me. I had a blast. Cool. Um, we'll definitely, I think, I think iZombie Nation is another fan account that um, we want to get on here as well. So, um, and we're all, we all chat together on, on the old Twitter. So that's always fun. And it's good to hear everybody's voices. Um, this, this is a, a, a funny situation be, uh, last year because I, Remember, Steph, I'd get these synopsises for the next episode, and I wasn't sure whether I should actually read them or not, because <laughs> I don't want to spoil people. Um, what do you think? <laughs> Go for it. I want to hear. Okay. <laughs> if you don't want to hear anything about next week's episode, I would say skip ahead. Um, uh, that includes you, Kirsten. Okay. Uh, <laughs> The description is, next time, uh, Zombie Bro is the episode's title. Liv and Detective Babineau investigate the murder of a hard-partying frat boy whose death shocks everyone. (laughs) After consuming his brains, Liv attends a fraternity party in an attempt to search for clues, but ends up ruling the beer pong table instead. Still desperate to find the cure, Ravi takes matters into his own hands and brings Major along for the ride. Meanwhile, Blaine meets with Angus, guest star Robert Nepper, a mm. mysterious person from his past. <laughs> hmm, I wonder. Uh, maybe maybe uh, all the all the uh, press releases for uh, Robert Nepper's casting might have spoiled this one, but uh, I, I won't say anything now. Um, John Kretschmer directs, written by Diane Ruggiero Wright. So uh, that'll be airing. Um, October 13th, which is also Chris Carter and Fox Mulder's birthday. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> uh, buddy. Okay, well. But yeah, that should be fun. Like, uh, have y'all been watching Scream Queens? I have. I have, yeah. And I all the, report it, but. Uh, all the jokes about sororities. So this, this should be fun. All the, you know, the bras and... <laughs> You know, that'll be fun. I'm going to have to uh, probably write down the name of this fraternity just in case I get quizzed on it <laughs> in the future. Smart thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, again, uh, Kirsten, thanks for being on. Do you want to just plug your stuff before you go? Oh, sure. Um, yeah, if you guys want to check me out, it's uh, on Twitter. It's at iZombieObsessed. We also have a website, iZombieObsessed.com. It's all the same on Facebook. We also have a Facebook group. And, yeah, that's where you want to check me out. Nice. I might want to join (laughs) that group. Um, Cool. Well, thanks again for being on. Thanks for having me. And, uh, Steph, anything else? Mm, I can't think of anything. All right. Well, to the rest of you out there, leave me the hell alone so I can get some shut-eye. Bye. The iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph is created under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported International License. That means you can share it all you like as long as you link back to us. But please, do not change it or sell it or trade it for brains unless you're going to give us some. 
Our podcast logo is designed by D. Sheehan. You can find her work at behance.net slash Deanna Sheehan. Thank you for listening to our show. Obligatory contact information in three, two, one, go. You can follow me on Twitter at Steph Smith. You can follow me as well at L. Robinero. If you like what we do, check out our other podcast about the Joss Whedon show, Angel Redemption Cast. Find us at redemptioncast.blogspot.com. I also have a third podcast all about the Marvel Netflix television series, The Defenders Podcast. Find that at defenderspod.com. Like us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash iZombiePodcast. Join our Facebook discussion group, facebook.com slash groups slash iZombiePodcast. You can find those links and more on our home on the web, iZombiePodcast.com. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Use those delicious cerebellums and make sure you leave it on the correct feed. We are the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph. And we're out. Brand Appetit!